Welcome to Spiritual Success, the podcast. I'm your host, Cynthia Stant. As a dedicated student of metaphysics, I have skillfully honed my intuition, mastered the art of meditation, and cultivated a disciplined spiritual practice that has led me to become a multi-seven-figure top sales producer. Today, I work with thousands of business professionals, entrepreneurs, and their teams to up-level their sales game and create magic in their business and life. On this show, you will see that all success truly happens when you authentically align with your intuition. So come, be vulnerable, be open-minded, and allow success to pour through you here on Spiritual Success. Hello, hello, my successful souls. I am really, 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 really excited and happy to be hosting today our Mastering Money Masterclass. The thing about this particular masterclass is it's always been one of our most popular. And for me, it's just the most beautiful thing (laughs) because my relationship with money has changed dramatically. And it's something not only that I know based off theory anymore, it's something I'm truly living, I'm embodying, and I'm leading by example on. And there's so much, even since I've taught this masterclass last year, that has changed, that I've I've learned, I have practiced, and now I have mastered and want to teach. So I'm really excited because, um, you know, this was a huge hit last year, but I promise you just <laughs> this year, it's like a whole new version, a whole new woman. But, um, you know, why, like, why are we hosting a masterclass about money? Money is the tool that unlocks dreams. It's in my opinion, very widely misunderstood. There's a lot of misconceptions about money. Ones that I used to adopt myself that really kept restrictions between me earning the amount that I desired. And the truth is whether or not you're like me and like lavish, you know, like luxurious things, regardless, money is the key to having more time. I always say time is my most important asset because I can always make more money. I can't make more time, but money helps you to have more time. Money helps provide more experiences, more things. It helps for you to provide and and, and give to others. And let's be honest, money is what provides freedom. Freedom. To me, that is everything. Yes, 100% agree, says Estefania. I never really understood freedom until I started running my own company. And when I started running my own company, you're gonna hear a little bit more of my story in a moment, but I didn't do it dabbling and trying and I hope this works out, let me figure it out. I really decided when I was gonna start my own company that I was gonna own it, I was gonna claim it. And so many people asked me, how did you get the results that you got so quickly? Honestly, I went into day one being the multiple seven figure woman. No, no, no clients, no programs, no testimonials, no nothing. I just said, you know what? I'm going to show up as the best version of myself now. And I refer to her as my inner feminine beast. You have your inner feminine beast. 
That's a version of you that has the courage, the power, the strength, and the clarity to get shit done <laughs> and to see it through. And um, I decided when I was going to start my company, the thing that I was doing differently is I really decided to look at things from a spiritual as a spiritual practice. Business to me is a spiritual practice. And I decided to really bring God in as my business partner. And I made an oath. I decided to use this platform, to use these masterclasses, to use these workshops, to use my teachings as a way to live my purpose. And that for me means helping women like you to have courage to say yes to your success, to learn how to create a greater impact and to honestly have so much more money and freedom than you ever thought imaginable like before. That is my purpose. That is what I'm here for. And it's, it's really just so interesting to me how much I've changed and how much I've evolved and how much I've grown because money and me now we're like this, <laughs> but I can promise you it did not used to be like that. It's like anything in life. It takes discipline. It takes vulnerability. It takes willingness. And, and honestly, today, I'm just, I feel so grateful to share a lot of my growth and my experience with you and, and what this looks like. I'm really going to give you everything, <laughs> everything that I know about my relationship with money and how you can improve in yours as well. So before we get started, I do see some newer faces. Is that Rhonda? Hello, Rhonda. Nice to see you. Michaela's here. Angela, one of my VIP clients. Hello, ladies. I love that. I love how my one-on-one -on -one clients, my ladies in spiritual success experience, they come to the uh, complimentary events. <laughs> that shows you there's some value here today. I promise you there's going to be some good stuff. But just in case, if this is the first time you are seeing me, I think there's some new faces here. So let me know if you are new to my world. I want to say hello to you. Also, I know there's some people on Facebook watching. Again, if you're on Facebook, you can click this link right here to come join us on Zoom. But in case it's your first time, hi there. What's up, everybody? My name is Cynthia Stant. I am the CEO of my company, Cynthia Stant. I'm the host of my podcast, Spiritual Success. And I'm also the founder of the Spiritual Success Sorority Facebook group. And I'm the creator of the Spiritual Success Experience and the VIP Inner Circle, which are my paid programs where I help women like you to truly be deeply satisfied with the lives that they are living. For me, I help women to become masters. That's what it's all about. It's not about hoping someday and praying that this happens and, and wishing and dabbling and figuring out that someday maybe it'll happen. You know, for me, it's showing you that right here, right now, you have all the power to own it, to claim it. And if you say it is, then so it is. And what that is, is becoming a master. And understanding that mastery is a spiritual journey and becoming a master is not just that one thing. It's that all areas of your life, because we're going to be talking about money today, but I promise you success is so much more than just money. Success is the relationships that you have in all areas, relationship with money, the relationship with your business. If you're you know, the CEO of a business, I want you to be the CEO of your life. It's understanding that it's health and wellness. It's, it's all the things. But it's mastering, most importantly, your mindset, your meditation. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so big on meditation. It's about mastering and understanding universal laws and metaphysics. And of course, our favorite part, and why you're here today, is mastering manifestation, which includes money. 
So, <laughs> you know, today is a complimentary event. This, I promise you, you're going to be getting transformational information. I am going to be giving you some of the best stuff I have. We're going to be hanging out for quite some time because um, it's a one-day event. We're going to put all this we can into this. We will be hanging out tomorrow, though. That will be a Q&A session. So bring your questions. Make sure you're asking them as we go. But just so you know, when we have these complimentary events, the whole purpose of this is to, to serve, to give, but also to showcase to you the kind of work that you could be doing, and in my opinion, should be doing every single day inside our paid containers, our paid programs, like the spiritual success experience. This is where you're going to get all the accountability necessary because consistency and repetition truly, truly is the key to success. And taking this information today is definitely going to be helpful. But my purpose, remember, is not to help feed you information. My purpose is to help you get transformation. And it's a journey. It's a process. And so as you're listening to this today, I just ask of you to be vulnerable, be open, allow yourself to really consume and, and, and to feel, is this kind of work that I'm doing? Is this kind of work that I feel I should be doing? And as I listen to Cynthia, you know, do I resonate with her as a woman who's leading by example? Is she somebody that I can see as my mentor supporting me on this journey? Because by the end of this, I am going to be inviting you not into one way, but in several ways and how you can be working with us. And some of these, um, the invitations, the offers are completely brand new. So I'm pretty pumped about that because you never heard of them before. And we're excited to see who will be joining us for that. So want to keep that in mind. And regardless, again, if you're joining us in our spiritual success experience or not, I want to let you know, you are going to get transformational information today. So definitely hang out with us. All right. So I thought about this and I want you to take a second and think about this. You probably know where you're at right now with money and your relationship with money, but I want you to like go back in time. And I want you to start thinking about when you even really started witnessing what money was, what it meant to you and the stories that you were told and the beliefs that you developed. Because really a belief, remember, is just a thought that you think over and over again. But when you think it again and again and again and again, it becomes autopilot. It gets fed to your subconscious and your subconscious believes it to be true. But almost everything that we think is a belief, that we say is a belief, very often is just a bullshit lie. <laughs> it's a story we tell ourselves. Now, some of the things, of course, are probably positive, but many of the things have conditioned us to look or have a negative relationship with money. And even if you have a great relationship with money, let's be honest, we're all open to receiving more. Why not? But of course, hashtag give her more. That's what we say. So I decided to kind of think about this. And I think it's important to tell you stories. I think it's important to share with you who I am and where I was and, and what this evolution looked like. Because I remind people all the time, I am not a superhuman. <laughs> I'm a woman who's disciplined. I'm a woman who believes in my choices. And I'm a woman who understands that if I'm going to make a, have a change in my life, that it's going to start with me. So I made the moves. I made the changes. But it wasn't necessarily about learning all these new ideas and concepts. What it's mostly about 
was unlearning a lot of these stories and beliefs that have conditioned me. So my personal journey begins probably around the age of three. This is when I can first remember money. And it's, it's funny, I, I can get teary-eyed thinking about it, but I remember my mom used to work three jobs. Does anybody else have a mama that was just a superhuman like that? <laughs> my mom used to work three jobs. She, she worked at JCPenney's at the men's shoe department. <laughs> she worked at PNC Bank as a teller. And so she would work at the bank in the morning. Then in the evening, she would work at the department store. And then after the department store, she would um, bartend at a bar that my parents owned. And so she didn't know that I knew, but every single time she'd come home from working really late, she would give me kisses and I'd quietly always wake up. She didn't know, but I knew she checked in on me every night, but I honestly, I never saw my mom. Like she, she was as present as much as possible. I've definitely had a childhood where I was happy and felt supported, but I, I saw her work, 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 work. And my dad, you know, <laughs> it's funny because my dad would be there for me in the morning because I was little. And um, <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I remember I'd go to kindergarten and my teacher, um, uh, I had a lady teacher. She actually bought me a hairbrush <laughs> because every morning my poor dad would send me to school with my hair like this, like, cause he did, did his best. But my poor teacher was like, all right, Cynthia, we're going to help you out girlfriend. Because my mom wasn't there in the morning. She wasn't able to support me for that. And it's not, it's because she was working and she felt that that was, was most important. Um, it's not just that, you know, my dad was 10 years older. He had a previous marriage. He had two children. My mom was, you know, 20 years old, like working to send other kids to college, like all these things. Like it was, it was, it was hard for her, but that's what I saw money. And my dad, my dad was an interesting guy. Um, 4th of July was just a few days ago. And that was the uh, anniversary of him passing away. It was six years this year. And I remember six years ago, I had a conversation with him and I joked around and um, I said, we were just talking about life and, and my career. And he joked around and he said, Cynthia, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up, <laughs> you know, but he, he had every single job you can imagine, you know, he was an entrepreneur. And so when I was really little, I was again, three years old, when money started coming into play, mommy was never really around. She was working so much. And my dad would have to take me on the road because he was an entrepreneur and he had every little business you could imagine. Um, we used to have a paper route. And we would wake up as a family every single morning at 4 a.m. And we would roll the papers. My hands were black going to school because of all the ink. And we would pile the papers up to the top. Like it would literally be a mountain. And at four years old, I had my own little case and I would take my own streets and I would work with the family and we would deliver newspapers. We were the people that would have like giant freezers along the, the highways and you would go in there and you grab the bakeries, little pastries and stuff. And we would put them in front of every little gas station. You know, when you go to check out, there's always like little random pastries. Those were ours. We would go all over the East coast, dropping them off. We had battery businesses where we, it's called just batteries where we sell car batteries. We even did like this little 25 cent, you put the 25 cent in and you grab the, um, the lollipop. Those would get stolen all the time, but we would do anything to collect some quarters. <laughs> 
we, um, we had a lighting business, a pool business. My dad had every little business you could think of. It was busy. It was a lot. <laughs> and yeah, there were memories and I was happy as a child, but what was I experiencing? What was I seeing? I was seeing my mom hustle and grind and not be present. And I was seeing my dad constantly looking for new streams, looking, looking, looking more, 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 not enough, not enough, not enough. And this is what I was thinking is what money is. Now, eventually my family did well. I cannot be more proud of my mother. Without a college degree, you know, my mom took that job at the bank as a PNC um, bank teller and she did her best and she moved up and she moved up and she moved up. And eventually my mom became vice president of the third largest financial firm in the world, BlackRock. And I remember seeing her light up every day with so much pride. Yeah, she came home late, but now we at least had weekends with her. And, but I just saw the way she would dress and she was excited to go to the boardroom meetings because she felt proud to be there as a woman. And as a woman who had no education, she hustled her way up there. She, it was glorified that hustle paid off. And she, um, you know, she would be able to travel to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl and things like that. And she took a lot of pride in her job. She actually used to manage money for particular celebrities. It was pretty cool. Um, Denzel Washington was her personal client. She managed his portfolios. He used to call her Priceless Paula. Bon Jovi, that was a client of hers. And then I remember when I was in college, it was 2008. And that's when I learned that nothing outside of you, no one, nothing, no job, no person, nothing outside of you is ever really going to be the source of your success. Because one day my mom walked to work <laughs> and they, um, they cleaned her, they cleaned her desk out. She was, she was let go. And that was devastating for her. That was devastating. And to be honest, she's never really been quite the same. I wasn't expecting to get teary-eyed, <laughs> but you can see how these stories aren't just ideas. There are things that really affect your soul. There are things that affect your emotions. And I remember seeing my mom pretty depressed for a long time, but she worked over 25 years to get to where she was at. And she was finally being a six figure woman. And like that, it was taken away from her. And so I started becoming an adult. My own money stories really started to happen. And naturally I wanted to make my family proud. And the story that many of us have been told is, what do you do? You go to school. <laughs> you spend a shit ton of money to hopefully make it back money to pay that off. And then, you know, retire when you're 50 plus years old. And that meant for me, just like my mom, if I was going to have success, climb the corporate ladder, climb the corporate ladder. 
And so I went to college and I, I went to uh, the University of Delaware and I have a degree in marketing with a minor in advertising, which just makes me laugh every time I say that because I'm still relatively young, but when I was in college, I had a flip phone. <laughs> My entire business now is run on social media. And when I was learning marketing, spending $100,000 to learn marketing, they did not teach anything about social media because Facebook was just becoming invented at that time. As soon as I graduated college, I was so proud. I was 23 years old and I went through 13 interviews, 13 interviews. I counted them because it took months and months and months, but I became the youngest state portfolio manager in the world. One of four women to represent the second largest supplier when it comes to wine and spirits. I was traveling all the time to Miami, to New York, to Kentucky, but I'll tell you what, as a young mom, I had my baby at 23, same year I got this job. When are people celebrating with wine and spirits? Oh wait, nights, weekends, holidays. <laughs> and I was on a salary. So there I was away from my son, constantly traveling. And yeah, it was fun and cool and sexy when I was 23. But as I got older, I started really looking around and, and asking myself, is this what I want? I looked at my boss at the time who I loved, I loved, but together she and I, we missed every single New Year's Eve with our friends and family and every Halloween. I never got to trick or treat with my children. Why? Because it's the end of the month. That's when numbers are due. But of course, holidays, nope, I had to be with clients. You know, I wasn't prioritizing the whole, what's the whole point of making money so I could live a lifestyle to be with my family, but I was never with them. And I looked at my boss who I still adore. I'm still very close with her. But this woman, she had two heart attacks in the position that she was in. And I was asking myself, is this worth it? Like, is this what I, I, I went to school for? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And I, I don't know how much income she made, but I can tell you, it probably was around the hundred, $150,000 mark. That would be my guess. Is two heart attacks worth that for me? <laughs> I don't know, I don't think so. And then I just thought about it. I mean, look what happened to my mom. She worked that hard. It was taken away from her like that. Now I gotta do something different. I have to do something different. So I decided maybe I'll start my own company. But I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I had no idea, how am I gonna do this? And so I decided to get started the right way with the right strategies, with the right systems and with the right support. Naturally, I hired somebody, <laughs> somebody who was doing what I wanted to do. I hired a business consultant and I really admired this lady. She was living the life I wanted to live. She oozed confidence and she was a sales girl and a half. You know me, I love a good sales girl. And um, I hired her as my consultant. And then I, I was really fortunate. I actually won a VIP day with her. So grateful for that. And when I met with her in person, I was, I showed up prepared. You know me, I'm just, I'm a very organized person. I'm like, here you go. Whoop. She's like, what is this? I'm like, okay, well, turn to orange tab section two, bullet three. I was like, we're here together. I want to make the most of my time. So, you know, here is uh, my 12 month plan. Here's my, my ideal client. Here's a program I want to put out there here. And she was just like, holy shit, hold on. Like, how long have you been in my program? And I was like a month. She's like, 
okay, what do you do? And I was like, oh, well, I'm a sales consultant. I'm a sales manager. I've been in sales. And all of a sudden I said, I know, oh my God, this is why I won. No such thing as coincidence. I'm supposed to be your salesperson. She's like, no, 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 that's not happening. <laughs> like, that's not happening. Uh, first of all, your client. Second of all, that's not part of the budget right now. I'm not in. And I said, look, 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 look. I will do anything and everything to learn and, and to support you. And I, I can make you sales. But can you teach me how to be like you? Can you teach me how to run this business? And we made an agreement. We said, yes. I wanted to be like her. So I did everything to support. And I sold, <laughs> I sold and I sold and I sold. And so in sales, there's a reason why, if you look at any corporation, when you look at the salespeople, why they make the most money, because it's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. You got to be persistent. You're going to get a million no's and you can't allow it to affect you. You got to keep going, got to keep going and keep going. Because if you keep going, you'll eventually build a pipeline and it will all pay off. But building a pipeline is not easy. A lot of times it means giving up your time to make money so you can eventually get more time back. There's a sacrifice. And so I caught myself very much, again, getting back into this loop, the same loop I saw my, my, my mother go through, where I was working on weekends, every weekend, because that's when people are available to take their sales calls. Sometimes I was up till two in the morning because if you're in Australia and that was the only time you were available, I would be on that phone call. It's hard to admit, but I can remember being at my son's birthday <laughs> and missing it to step outside to take phone calls. And I just remember like thinking like, no, this is how it has to be. This is what it's going to be. It's going to pay off, guys. It's going to pay off. I promise you this is going to be worth it. And I just was never present. And when I was present, I was exhausted. But I, I just felt like everybody should deal with that because I was grinding all the time and I was doing it for the family to support the family. But what's the point of supporting the family with money if you're not really there to support them emotionally? I remember one day my son came to me and he cried to me. And he said, mommy, you love your boss more than you love me. <laughs> and I realized, I remember feeling like that as a kid. And I said, what am I doing to my children? What am I teaching them about money? What's happening here? I can't allow that to happen. I believe everything in our reality happens for us, by us. Nothing actually happens to us. We are in so much control. I do believe that I am the child of God, and I do believe that there's so much divinity within me. Everything on the outside of me is a reflection of what's happening within. And so when I really understood that and decided to embody that, I realized there had to be a change. But fear took over my life because money can cause fear. I realized once you have power over fear, you can have power over money. But I wasn't willing to take that leap. Unfortunately, I had to get hit by a bus first. <laughs> I always joke around, tap, tap. That's the universe. Hey, Cynthia, now's your chance. Time to get started. Nope. You wait for the shake, shake. 
nope, too busy. Won't listen to you, universe. Not paying attention to the signs. I know I said I always wanted to start my own company. I know that's the thing I wanted to do. I didn't listen because I was too afraid to get started. And I was too busy grinding and hustling all the time to even focus on myself, my own dreams. Until one day I woke up and boom, the bus came. (laughs) That bus was the best thing that ever happened to me. I woke up with five consults scheduled as now being promoted five times as a senior sales manager for the boss I got started with. And that day I was fired. I was fired from that corporate position that I worked so hard for and climbed the ladder for and missed out on so many beautiful things for. And when it happened, I was pissed. (laughs) I was so angry. I was on the phone and I was getting fired. My husband walked in. He's like, what's going on right now? I was like, these bitches are firing me. Like I remember him experiencing that. I was like, what's happening? And it was just, it was nuts, but because I was just not expecting it. But then the very next day I woke up completely different. And I said, thank you, God. I know this is for me by me. And I just experienced what my mother went through. This didn't happen to me. I allowed it to happen to me. And I'm going to take this as an opportunity to completely change the way I look at life and the relationship I have with money. And so I did. And since I did that, and again, I didn't do it alone. I invested in mentors for support. in in understanding how wealth works and how to really live in alignment. Of course, I invited God in to my everyday practices and into my business. But it was in my fourth month of my business that it became a six-figure company. In four months, I got to where I was after working 18 like hour days, it feels like, in the previous life. In my sixth month, we became a multiple six-figure company. And then in my eighth month, we started having consistent $70,000 cash months. The best part is I rewrote the entire script on how it's done. I decided no more after five o'clock. That's when I'm there for my babies, my man. No more Fridays. I don't have to. That, that's just a story I was telling myself. I'm not going to glorify the hustle. I'm just going to lead by example. I'm going to speak my truth. I'm going to convey my message and I'm going to help and share and serve to as many women who are willing to listen, but I'm going to do it just like as Frank Sinatra says, right? Do it my way. I took this as an opportunity to fuck up. I took this as an opportunity to make mistakes. I'm super vulnerable. And I decided I'm just, I'm going to go for it. So our company is doing very well. It's amazing because what I did last year was more than triple of what I've ever made in a corporate position. And now we're in our second year of business. And after the first quarter, we secured everything we did last year. But not just that, what I realized is really important is that when it comes to money, it's not about being rich. I see it all the time. 
there's so many, you see it too, when you're in your, um, your feed or you're attending master classes, you see the women report their numbers. I have girlfriends who make millions of dollars a month in cash. I have girlfriends that easily are getting multiple six figures every single month. And that's great. That's important. But you see, that's earned income, which means you're putting output, you're doing work, you're having sales calls, you're doing conversion events, you're doing all the things to earn the money. For me, those women are successful, but in my opinion, those women are rich. For me, it's not about being rich. It's about becoming truly wealthy. And wealthy for me is all about passive income. When your money is making your money. And so what I've made in my business, I've then contributed and turned into a real estate empire. So my husband and I simultaneously, as soon as I started this business with our business partner, our very good best friend, we have now within two years required multiple millions of dollars of assets in real estate. Because by the age of 40, I'll still be doing this because I enjoy it, but I certainly won't have to. It's not about earned, it's about wealth. And so I realized that all the stories that I told myself can be rewritten. And what inspired me more than anything was when I decided to become a woman who was super connected to her intuition and really embraced metaphysics. I went to the College of Metaphysical Studies. I have worked with every single type of mentor you can think of when it comes to metaphysics. I'm saying Reiki masters, intuitive practitioners, um, so many different meditation coaches um, and legit magi. I always put that in there because that's fun. Yes, magicians. <laughs> like if, if you can't see it, I still want to know about it. I want to learn about it. And, you know, I have worked, I had the pleasure of working with many of my clients who are multiple seven, even eight figure women. And many of them, I call my friends. I've immersed myself into really understanding money. And I am so proud because I am a woman who is living, breathing, and enjoying the relationship I have with money more, like, more than ever. And so again, today, as you can see, it hasn't always been that way. But when you look at your relationship with money and you can see it as energy, because we all have heard what that like been money be referenced as energy before, but what does that actually mean? I'm going to show you what it took to become the woman that I am now. And yes, I'm not going to say that I didn't know strategies and I didn't know systems and I didn't know the structures of running a business. And it's not that I didn't show up in leadership and all these, but what I will tell you, it's not, it's not just what you do. It's who you are when you do it. And it's not just looking at things in the physical or doing things in the physical because you are so much more than this physical meat suit. You're so much more than that. So understand the full version of it. The big picture is what's going to help you to really evolve. So that's what I'm sharing with you today. All the things that really helped me to be progressing into now. And again, these are all the things that we're going to work on together every single day inside the spiritual success experience, which you'll be learning about shortly. So the work that you're going to be hearing today, I just want to like tell you, like, hang out with me because this is the real, real. This is the stuff that works. This information that I'm sharing with you when practice every single day, 
is exactly how many of my clients, I like to give a shout out to Raina. Many of you know Raina because I talk about her all the time. I'm so proud of her. You know, she's a woman that came in as an attorney and she decided, you know what, I want to start my own business. And in her fifth month of business, fifth month was having five figure cash days. And that is not me teaching business strategy or success, um, excuse me, sales systems. That is the work of energetics and embodiment of what you're going to be learning here today. Like that is what's possible when you actually really absorb this. Not just that, you know, Natalia, she's somebody who is not doing business work with me. She's doing the energy work. She's a corporate woman. She's one of four women in her financial firm and she's top, she's up there. But she, during the pandemic, was getting promoted and raises by doing this work when half of her team was being let go because of what was happening in the world. When you do this work, when you embody this work and when you really build your relationship with money, not only do you say yes to money, money says yes to you. You know, I also really big, and I'm going to mention that here more, is understanding that money likes a purpose and it's about having a plan and it's about having a vision. And that's exactly why with my clients in the spiritual success experience, I help them with the vision board all the time, because there are women who are coming in and are mastering this, not in their first month, not in their second month, but usually month six is where these women are now achieving their money goals for the whole month in the first week. But it's because of having a vision, understanding the relationship with money, how it works as energy. And again, embodying the woman who really is attracting this money into her life. <laughs> Estefania, she's loving it. She's like, yes, yes, yes. Have chills hearing you. Awesome. Thank you again for being here. Let me know as you're like, I like to read the chat. I can see it just so you know, comment if it resonates with you. Comment if it's to share your money story. Is your money story similar to mine? Are you a woman that always thought that you had to glorify the hustle? Did you make a lot of money, but burn out and miss out on your life? <laughs> Is this a story you tell yourself? Like it doesn't have to be that way. In fact, I was with one of my one-on-one clients this morning and she is just hitting the seven figure mark in her business. And I'm telling her, you don't have to have these five day big events. You don't have to have these huge marathons of events. Like you can simplify. That's just a story you're telling yourself. It can be simple and it can be fun. This, what I'm doing right here is why I live. Like this lights me up. Your business is your purpose. And that has to be enjoyable. And when it's your purpose, you're giving as much as possible. My goodness, you are allowed to receive. Reggie, thank you. She says, I love to hear you every time the same, but totally different. <laughs> Honestly, Reggie, it's funny because you've known me for a long time, but every time I come here, I don't really have a plan. I mean, I have a little bit of an outline of what I want to share so I don't go off rogue, but I'm just, I'm being here with you. I'm seeing the ladies on camera. I'm just being vulnerable. I'm leading by example. I'm allowing what's ever wanting to come to me and through me to come and emerge and be here because I told God I would. So again, today, what you're going to hear is very transformational. It's the things that I do every single day of my life. And again, it's not information. It's applying it for transformation. So this is where you can get out your worksheets. Again, thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable. I really wanted to share my experience with you so you can know that the Maseratis, the beachfront homes, the Disney vacations, the all the things were not always here. And again, even if that's not your style, that's totally okay. Sorry, I like my Louis Vuittons and all that. If that's not you, but remember, money is not just about luxury and lavish lifestyles. It's for freedom. And for me, as the inner feminine beast, I always say both. <laughs> not this or that, this and that. 
All right, so get out your worksheets. They are super lovely. Thank you, Ms. Karina, for making them so pretty. So as I mentioned a few times already, this is something that I live by. The very first fill in the blank you can see is everything happens for you, by you. Nothing, my dear, is happening to you. This is the first step always when it comes to any change in your life is realizing that you go first and then everything else will respond. This works with the law of cause and effect. Now you're gonna realize today, I'm talking a lot about universal laws. Now, if you don't know a ton about them, that's okay. I will highlight them enough here, but also I'm letting you know, my understanding of money and my relationship with money completely, completely, completely clicked and came into place when I mastered universal laws, not just knowing them, but practicing them and embodying them. And if this is something that you're not familiar with, or you'd like to learn more about, just so you know, you can reach out to Karina because now the Mastering Universal Laws program is available for you. That is ready to go and we're there to support you if you'd like to learn more about these. But this is cause and effect. Every move you make has a response. Every cause has an effect. And when it comes to manifesting, it, there really is a formula to it. It's aligned thoughts plus aligned feelings, plus aligned actions. That's my favorite one, because that's the one people forget about. Aligned actions. You actually got to get your ass up and do something. It's going to get you an aligned result. And, you know, I always think of my husband, because he was eavesdropping one day when I was teaching that. And he says, why do you say aligned, aligned, aligned? We'll talk about what alignment means, but why does it have to be aligned feelings, aligned thoughts, aligned actions to get aligned results. Why can't just be, you know, thoughts plus feelings plus actions equals results? Because guess what? Wealth is a result. Yes. But so is poverty. A failed business is a result also. Mm -mm, I'm not available for those results. I want aligned results. I have clarity on what it is I desire. And that's the aligned thing that I want. And so it's really important to understand that all the things you do are gonna get you a result. Because when you think something, it makes you feel a certain way. And when you feel a certain way, it makes you act a certain way. And when you act in the physical, you're gonna get a result in the physical. This is a cause creating an effect. The effect is not random. The effect is not happening to you. The effect is happening by you, depending on how you're thinking, feeling, and acting. It starts with your thinking. Can you control your thoughts so that your thoughts are controlling you? If you constantly are having battles, if you're constantly having your ego over talk, if you're constantly not thinking thoughts that feed your beast, well, you're not going to get the outcome that you want. Think like the woman that has what you want, feel like how she has, you know, and also act as the woman that's already receiving what you desire. This is how you get it. And so every cause creates an effect. And that's where the idea of thinking of money as energy comes into play. Because I've heard that for so long and I was always like, what does that even mean? Money is energy. Money is energy. What do you mean? See, money is a currency. It's a current. And money, this is important, loves a purpose. 
Money loves a purpose. So when we say currency, it's a frequency that is meant to circulate in order to grow. That follows the universal law of rhythm. Money needs to continuously go out to come back in. And you can spend money. I suggest that you invest money. But here's the thing. The thing that we've been taught to do is actually one of the worst things for us. It's not about saving money that helps to build the momentum of the current. That's very contradictory to what we've been taught. That advice completely goes against what many of the Wall Street advisors will tell you. Because I'll tell you, as a self-made millionaire, if you look at my bank account, you're going to be like, what? Where's all the money at? I don't keep it there. Because if it's sitting there, it becomes stagnant. Money is a currency. It's, an, it's alive. It's an energy. It wants to move. And so if you're interested in seeing where my money's at, I would have to show you my list of assets where the money is continually going and, and coming back on its own. Again, that's through having that, the, um, what's the word? So easy. Da, da, da. It's an easy word. <laughs> passive, there you go, passive income. So let's think of it this way. I like to use the bathtub example here. If you're like me, who here loves a good bath? <laughs> I have the best bathtub in the world right now. I take a bath like every other day and I, I fill it up with the most beautiful soaps. Um, I just, I love sitting in there. I feel like a queen every time I take a bath. Well, if you love your bath, you can fill it up and it'll be great. But what happens if you get out and you just leave the bath still? You don't drain it. You don't empty it. Because if you did empty it, you would clean it and then you would refill it and enjoy a bath again. If you just fill it with water and have the water remain and stay, what's going to happen to that water? Go ahead. What's going to happen? It's going to get nasty. Yeah. That's the funniest. Like it's going to smell. Yeah. It's going to be so gross. It's going to get like that pink ring around the top. And if you leave it long enough, like the black foam, like it's going to be, it's why? Because it's not moving. It's stagnant. Notice a stream is the type of water that you can drink that, re, that vitalizes you. When anything sits in nature, and this is what's fun. Again, this is the law of correspondence. If you want to understand how things work in the physical, you can look at the spiritual. If you don't understand how it works in the spiritual, you can look in the physical. So let's look in the physical. If we see something in the physical, like water, sit still and not move, it becomes stagnant, which means it becomes toxic. When something becomes toxic, what happens to it? It dies. And so with the law of correspondence, as above, so below, we can realize that money is as an energy, if it's not moving, going out and in with a law of rhythm, just like the tides, the tides, they go out, they come in, the seasons, they change. As women, we're on our cycles. We are consistently going through. Everything is moving. It has to move in order to 
gain more and to rebirth. The tides go out and it comes back high tide. Like you have to understand energy is alive. Everything's alive. Money is energy and it likes to move. Now we've been taught to save and save and save and save. This is like a big practice that many of us have been taught because I can tell you at business school and through my different, you know, business consultants, nobody was talking about money as energy. But if we look as money, first of all, my money, if you think about this, when I get paid by my clients and, and in my, my job, my career, it's not like, here's your cash, Cynthia. When I pay my, um, you know, my, my mortgage, I'm not handing somebody cash in the physical. It's all digital. It literally is, you experience money as energy and you forget that. But if we were to talk about money as, as cash, you understand if it sits, it loses its value. And this is due to consistent changes in the market, especially inflation. This is common knowledge, but yet we're all taught to save. That's like waiting for the world to end. Why are you saving for a rainy day? Well, guess what? That's what you're going to get. See, the thing is, I really decided to do things, like I said, my way. I look at life as a game and money is a big part of that game. And in order to win any game, you have to be willing to play. You got to get on the field. You can't play it from the sidelines. And if you're going to win, you can't play your life on defense. You got to play offense. You got to go first, knowing that you going out is it coming back. Because if you hold on to it, it will become stagnant and toxic. And so if you look at any game, any game, think about, think about it. What game can you win? just playing defense. You can keep other people from winning, but you will not win. You have to get up and be willing to hit the ball. Well, Cynthia, what if I, you know, strike out? Well, get up again. Well, Cynthia, what if I get bloody knees, you know, sliding into second? Well, guess what? You'll be okay because you're still going to make it home and you're going to gain that point. You're going to win. You have to be willing to go first. You got to play offense. And that's, that's really important because again, well, Cynthia, I wasn't taught that, but how's it going for you? You have to think about it. Every single day I ask myself what works, what doesn't, and what do I want to do differently? And so one of the things that really changed was I stopped looking about how much money was accumulating. And I thought about how can I make my money move? Because everything in life is an investment. Where can I put it to make a bigger return? In myself? in my well-being, in my education, and in my actual assets. So this is something else I thought. When you make money in your business, many of you, tell me what you do. do are you many of you coaches online? Do you have online businesses? Most of the women in my world do. Not everybody. A lot of the women I work with are high-achieving executive corporate women, you know, relationships coach. Very cool. There's a lot of people here. I'd like to see the chat going. What do you do? <laughs> Let me know. Um, but so what I realize is when you are working with people, where does money come from? When you have a business, where does money come from? I joke around, but if you happen to find that vacuum that just sucks money out of the sky, let me know. Can I borrow it? I'd love that. Because really you're not attracting money. People like so many, oh, 
I love them, but so many of the goddessy girls, right? <laughs> no, I love my feminine, trust me, but I also love my beasts, right? I'm inner feminine beast. That's that's my brand. That's that's who I am. It's not just about magnetizing. It's not just about attracting. It's about making moves as well. And what you have to realize is that when you attract money, it's not just money because where does the money come from? The money comes from people. You're not attracting money. You're attracting people people in their power who are willing to invest because you have invested and are showing up in your power. That's the law of attraction, which is a subset law of the law of vibration. You are getting exactly who you are. Everything on the outside is a reflection of what is internally happening to you. So what does this mean? I started to realize that every time I spend, someone else is receiving. I celebrate money going out. I celebrate spending. I celebrate giving money to other people. Why? Because other people will celebrate giving money to me. You know what's amazing? For over a year now in our company, we've had 100% everybody paying on time. I don't know many businesses that have that 100% for over a year. That's like unheard of, but that's having standards. That's being a woman showing up in your power, attracting women like you in their power who understand investing. And so it's not a coincidence. You have to understand that. So I celebrate every time I give to my mentors. I celebrate every time I go to the grocery store. It's not like, holy shit. now for gas. Like, no, it's like, I have this, I celebrate this because it's moving. And we'll talk more about why, but money loves a purpose. Really quick tip. Okay. This is a good one to drop down. Does anybody know what my least favorite word is? And as soon as you become a client, I help you to eliminate this word. So you never say it anymore because it's so self-sabotaging. These are good guesses, but no, my least favorite word is try because I'm not here to try. I'm not here to figure it out. I'm here to own it. I'm here to claim it. So every time you say, yeah, I'm trying to get done. I'm saying, no, you are getting it done. I'll correct you. But when it comes to money, there's this word that we use a lot that I want you to eliminate now. The word is need. I don't need money. I desire money. Because when you say need, it means you don't have it. And your voice is very powerful. And the universe says, you know, she needs it, which to the universe means you don't have it. And whatever you say is so. So if you desire, that means more please versus I don't have it. Do you understand little things like that and being held accountable every day to make sure that you're staying with that shifts everything. The moment you stop saying try, I promise you, even if that's the only thing you get from the today, stop saying try, walk away, your life is gonna change. So money loves a purpose. This is something that I still, it still blows my mind. Every time 
that I say yes to my desires, my desires say yes to me. What I used to do was say, I want to make money. I want to make money. I want to make money. And money would come and money would come and money would come. And I would stack, 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 stack. But then I wouldn't do anything with the money. All I wanted was just a bigger bank account, bigger bank account, bigger bank account. But then I realized this completely goes against what money wants. Money wants to be wild. Money wants to be free. Money wants to serve you. Money is like a genie. And it wants to like literally serve you. But if you leave it trapped in its little bottle, this little lamp, it can't. It won't. And so I decided that I'm going to have money work for me. And when I make money, I'm going to make it sure it has a purpose. And that's exactly why I have every one of my clients that I work with closely inside spiritual success experience, make a monthly vision board. I do this every month. And what happens is when money comes in, you have to actually get the thing you desire on the board. And at first it feels like, oh, am I worthy of doing this? Oh, I finally got the money. Am I really going to put it out? You're going to realize the more that you keep money moving, the more it will work for you. No genie wants to come and be stuck in a lamp. A genie wants to get out and move and be magical and support you and serve you, not be stuck. So the more that I kept saying yes, I kept money moving, the more momentum it built because law of inertia, what goes in motion stays in motion. So it started with the little things, but I was a woman of my word. I said, when this money comes in, it's going to go there. And every time I got that thing, I swear more money even came back. It's hard to understand because you might not have been taught that, but again, that's where vulnerability and willingness are your biggest superpowers. You have to be willing to see things differently and you have to be willing to go first. I can tell you that every single time that I get something that I desire, it does something in my frequency. It honestly becomes like a portal of like a calibration portal where it takes me to a new standard and like attracts like if I'm on that new standard, more money comes in to support that standard but it's understanding the movement of money. And this is where I wanted to start today. Money is a currency. Money likes a purpose. When you make money, do you have a plan on where it's gonna go? I promise you, the more and more and more you save it, the more it, you're, you're gonna lose momentum. If you wanna make more money, you gotta spend money. You gotta celebrate money going out. And most importantly, if you, I really recommend you don't just spend, you invest, which means you get the biggest return. So something I want to dive a little bit deeper in, because we're going to get into how I actually look at money as energy, but really it comes to the idea of understanding the different realms of the universe. All right. There are three different realms of the universe and how everything works. And when something comes and manifests here, it has to pass through these realms. So you have the physical realm, which is what's right here in front of you now. You have the mental realm which is where you have your thoughts and ideas and your imagination. And then above that, you have the spiritual realm and the spiritual realm. Let's start there. That is something you can't even fathom because you're human. The spiritual realm is literally like a sea of possibilities. It's the field of potentiality. Every single outcome and possibility exists here. 
ones where you're like, how, 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 how would that work? And when it happens, you're like, that's magical. Well, it's because there's a million gazillion different possibilities. So what happens is you need to train yourself to access the spiritual realm every single day. How are you doing that? Well, again, that's why I help you to master your meditation, having a disciplined meditation practice. And again, when I work with you, my team is checking on you every single day to make sure you're doing this practice. We're teaching you this practice step-by-step-by-step by step by step for ultimate manifestation. What happens is you go up into the spiritual realm and you access the entire possibilities. Then what happens is you come out of your meditation throughout the day, you get an idea. Oh my God, this idea is amazing. What happens is if you're not learning to control your thoughts, your thoughts are controlling you, which means is you get an idea and you're like, oh my God, I created the best idea ever. This is such a good thought. And then all of a sudden what happens? The doubt kicks in. Feed your beasts, starve your doubt. Because you're going to say, oh man, that was a good idea, but I'm not wealthy enough for that yet. Or, oh my gosh, I'm not pretty enough for that yet. Or, oh my gosh, she's so much more ahead of me than that. This is getting like, and you start spiraling and spiraling. And what happens is wherever you focus is where the momentum is going to go. You have to know that. Excuse me one second. And so instead, when something comes into your mind as a thought, you have to realize nothing's created, nothing's destroyed. You didn't actually create that thought. You aligned with it and get excited because that means you're already in the second phase of manifestation. Like you having a thought isn't you creating something you can't do. You're having a thought because you already are manifesting it and bringing it from the spiritual. It's happening. So train yourself to feed it. And then it comes into the physical. The physical is the last form of manifestation. So actually everything in front of you right now isn't who you are, it's who you were. Think about it. All your past thoughts, feelings, and actions got you to where you're at right now. So we know money in the physical as cash. How often do you look at money in the spiritual and in the mental. When I started doing that, it changed a lot. I started to identify money. And just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Again, when you imagine something, you can't tell me it's not real. How else are you experiencing it? It's just as real as something in the physical, but the difference is it's just in a different realm. It's still there. So I started identifying money as energy, but seeing it in the physical. So when I use my credit card, I witness the money going out and I celebrate it, but I see it as a certain way. It looks a certain way to me. If I was to tell you to do a soul prompt, which means say the first thing, what to you does the energy of money look like? What does it look like to you? To me, it's rose gold. That's my color. I love that color. It's pink and it's sparkly. And it's like this, this little blob that's 
fluid and flexible and ever expanding. And I can see money. So when I put my card in, I can see this blob going out and I see it not only giving me the products that are going to feed my family, but I see it going to the farmers and the trucking companies and to the store owners and to the kid who's behind the register. I see it expanding and serving and not just this little card and money going out. Like I, I allow myself to experience it and to see it. What is the energy of money feel like? Do you ever even think about that? <clears throat> the energy of money to me feels invigorating. It sizzles and it crackles. It's alive, remember? It's a, remember, it's a frequency. It's an energy. It's alive. To me, it feels like the morning air of an, of an autumn day. Back when I lived up north, <laughs> it's not here in Florida, Karina. It's it's cool. It's crisp. It's like, woo. Can you think of money like that? Can you see it as a living, breathing organism? Can you see it as energy? This is going to be important because I'm going to show you the biggest change and why seeing it as alive is important. Because the energy of money also has a smell. To me. Girl, smells like Gucci bamboo perfume. <laughs> that is my that is my favorite perfume. So good. I, I honestly can smell it when I'm using it and when I'm receiving it. I identify it as a real thing. And the energy of money, this is the most important part. The, the energy of money feels exactly like the energy of love. The energy of money feels exactly like the energy of love. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it isn't there. Remember that. Because if you and I could actually see all the microwaves, radio waves, gamma rays, beta waves, all the things in front of us right now, we'd be talking to each other like this. They're there. You just can't see them. Can you tell me you don't experience love in your life? Of course you do. Can you see love? No. What happens if I let go of my pen? Is it going to float away? No. It falls. Ooh, ah, how'd you know? Gravity. Can you see it? No, it's there. And you can see how it affects everything in the physical. I have a question for you. If you could hear money talk to you, now that we identify it as a live living thing, what would money want to say to you? What would money want to say to you? You may agree or you may not, but I'll tell you what money wants to say to you. Again, money is like a genie for you. Use me. Exactly. It says you are supported. Do not worry. I am not limited. I am abundant. I want to serve you. 
Let down your walls and resistance. Welcome me and show me love. Because here's the thing. When we go back to universal laws, the law of correspondence really showed me something super huge. Abundance. When have you ever turned on the water in your shower and said, man, I hope there's enough water there. Maybe hot water. I've done that before. I've had many cold showers in the past, but it's never like you go to the ocean and be like, oh, there's not enough water out here. You never go to the beach and say, there's not enough sand today. You never look at the heavens and say, oh, there's not enough stars, not enough air out today. There's more than enough. You don't have to create it. But remember that the amount of money you want, you don't have to create. There's so much freedom in that. You just have to align with it. Let me give you a quick example. I like to use this example a lot. But if you go into your car right now and you turn on your favorite radio station, let's say it's on 102. Okay. That's the radio station. Um, I don't know who still does that, but if you do, that's going to help me a lot. FM radio. Let's do that. Okay. So you turn it on. Why do you turn on this radio station? Which by the way, what happens when you do, you hear voices. Let's say 102, you hear Ryan Seacrest all the way in California. You can hear his voice. I'm here in Florida. How? Oh yeah. The things you can't see radio waves, the frequencies, his voice travels and you can experience it. And what happens when you listen to your favorite channel, you love the music. You love the host. They're literally making you pee on the way to the mall. Like they're making you laugh so hard. And damn it, how do they know what to sell to me? Yes, I want to buy that thing. Thank you for sharing that with me. You love everything when you're tuned in, tapped into this frequency of your favorite radio station. But if something happens where the radio changes, where you accidentally maybe hit the knob, your finger slips, the frequency adjusts. And now it tunes into a different station. Let's say it's 107. 107 is a country station. And I pick country because I can make fun of it because I actually really like it. Okay. So when you're on country, all of a sudden you're like, I hate country. What the hell? I don't understand what these hosts are talking about. I keep saying y'all. And, you know, the songs are about bourbon and pickup trucks and dogs dying. Like I'm not vibing with this at all. And in fact, you don't like the radio station because you are not interested in going to the local rodeo. Like that's not your thing. Well, guess what? You're tuned into the wrong frequency. But does that mean 102, the station where you love receiving everything, doesn't still exist? It does. It never disappears. You just are on the wrong alignment of frequency. So what are you going to do about it? It's up to you. You got to change the station. But here's the thing where people get wrong. It's not about just learning the information one time. It's about consistency and repetition. You have to be tuned in consistently to the frequency of alignment where you receive everything you love, including the songs, the hosts, the, the commercials, like everything. If you're not consistent, what happens? It's going to sound like this. You have to be tuned in regularly to the frequency, to the currency of what you receive. So it's understanding that abundance is available to you, but are you living in alignment? So how do I turn into the frequency? Okay, I understand the frequency of my radio station, but how do I tune into the frequency of wealth? Are you thinking like the woman who has the wealth you desire? 
are you feeling right now as if it's already here as the woman that has what you desire? Are you acting? That's what most people do. Many, many, many manifestation coaches out there are just telling you to kumbaya, to attract it, to meditate, to just do a vision board. No, what I'm here to help you to do is take massively aligned action to get your aligned result. And so it's about giving yourself permission to know that that abundance is there. Giving yourself permission to be vulnerable and do something about it. And understanding that growth doesn't happen like that. People always say, Cynthia, when I'm confident like you, then I'll do the thing. Guess what, y'all? That's not how it works. You do the thing to become confident. And what I realized in my life is that the more I realized it's not this or that, it's this and that. I can have both. It's a story I was telling myself all the time. Well, I can only have this one. I can't have that one. I learned more and more and more that money likes a purpose. And the more I say yes to my desires, my desires say yes to me. If I want something, I say yes to it. And it comes and it's soon. It's almost always that when women, you've done this before, I'm sure. Um, ladies who are actually working with me, tell me if this has happened with you. When you sign up for this program, next thing you know, you got a new client. It's like, how did that happen? But of course, it's a currency. Whatever you put out, you get back. Everything on the outside of you is a reflection of what's happening within. Again, when I have sales in my business, I understand that money is the energy of commitment. And that when people pay for you, they're committing to doing the work with you, but you're committing as their coach and mentor to support them. So it's a relationship. And it's important to understand that you're not attracting money. You're attracting people in their power with money. So you have to show up in your power to attract those people in that power. And when you do make a big move, you're going to receive a big move. Because just like the tides of rhythm, they go out, it'll come in. It's not, wow, that was magical. It's like, but of course, that is how it works. Money is a currency. So if you're like, okay, that makes sense, Cynthia. But at the same time, this is kind of hard for me to program. It's a little bit different. It makes me uncomfortable. Good. <laughs> all of your growth is going to happen when you get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Okay. But it's very, 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 very important <clears throat> for you to notice the programming and the conditioning that you have about money. I really want you to think about that story I asked you about earlier. What is your coding? What did you grow up believing? Because that's still there with you. If you're not going to unlearn it, you have to learn to control your thoughts. So your thoughts will control you. And again, that's exactly what meditation is. It's the art of doing nothing. It's learning to tune in, tap into the frequency that you desire and put up boundaries to all the other things you're not available for. It's the art of doing nothing. Because I have witnessed, again, me looping and teaching my children the same stories that I learned. And I had to stop that. When I started my own company, it was not only an opportunity for me to rewrite my stories about money, but I wanted to change it with my children. It was about this time last year, I remember little McKinley, he was only five years old, my little redhead who you see pop into many of my live videos. <laughs> he and I were watching The Muppets. I love The Muppets. Muppet Christmas Carol is like one of my favorites. We watch it every year. But um, I was watching The Muppet Show. And I'm not going to lie, that show came out like way before I was even born. And I was like, okay, they feature a different celebrity every week. 
And I was like, I don't recognize any of these people. <laughs> I was like, maybe I can find somebody that I know that I can like, like as my, my son watches it. And so I found an episode with Johnny Cash on it. And I'm cracking up. I'm like watching this. I'm like, there is no way that this show would be aired anymore. <laughs> like it was crazy. But anyway, I'm watching it with my son and the Muppet, he makes a little joke and he comes out and he says, hey, Kermit, we need cash. And he's referring to Mr. Johnny Cash. And there, uh, excuse me, um, Kermit's like, we don't have any cash. And he goes, no, we need cash. And like, so my son, who's only five, doesn't understand that they're referring to Johnny Cash. He's thinking cash money. And so my son goes, no, 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 mommy, that's wrong. That's wrong. We don't need more cash. We need more love. And I turned to him. I said, sweetheart, we don't need either. We desire both. Let me correct you now, honey, while you're five. Because it's not this or that, it's this and that. And by the way, silly, where are you getting that idea? He goes, oh, from that, that, that reggae song that daddy likes to listen to. Karina, you ever hear Revolution? Yeah, I'm all like cloggy, foggy today, but ready? <clears throat> These are the lyrics that my son is listening to my husband playing the car. It's a song by a band called Revolution. It says, love, come on, that's what we need more love. That's what we need to succeed, not dollars, nah, not what we need. Let's give the love so the youth can achieve, right? Like, that's what it says. And it's like, you don't understand, but my one son's name is Derek. And we joke around and we call him Derek the parrot because he's just soaking in everything. Your subconscious, especially as a child, was just observing and getting fed and getting fed and getting fed and getting fed. And I witnessed it right then and there. I said, just from listening to the song that my husband was like, yeah, this is fun. Woo. He didn't realize he was programming my child to think, mommy, we don't need cash. We need love. No, sweetheart. We can have both. Like, and we don't need either. We desire them. Let's, let's flip it now. I really wish my family had a conversation like that with me when I was young. So now I watch my boys play with money. And one of the board games that we have is cash flow, and it talks all about buying assets. And when my boys play and they're together, as you can probably hear them playing in the background because it's summer now, they're often playing and pretending to buy properties. They're being real estate investors. They're renovating. They're, they're getting cash flow. Like that's what they're doing for fun. Um, you can hear the programming. One day my kid was by himself and he didn't know I could hear him in the other room. And I heard him playing with his cards and he was like, what's in your wallet? <laughs> you know, like the little jingle from Capital One. You have to understand there's so much programming that comes into your mind. You have to bring awareness to it. You have to bring awareness to it. And I died. I literally laughed so hard. I almost peed myself on St. Patrick's Day. My two boys were talking and talking and talking and talking. I'm like, what is going on? What are you guys doing? I'm like, mommy, we're coming up with our secret plan. I'm like, for what? They're like, to catch a leprechaun. Like, why do you want to catch a leprechaun? They're like, so we can have this pot of gold. Like, what are you going to do with this pot of gold? My six-year-old says, we're going to buy assets. <laughs> and I was like, let's get that leprechaun, <laughs> right? Damn, mommy's doing good. You have to understand, first of all, what you feed your children is very important. They're always listening. But also remember, your inner child is still there. And if you don't allow the IFB of you, the version of you, 
to run the show, that little child's going to run the show. I'm sorry, I'm not available for that three-year-old version of me to run my life. In fact, I give her permission to go play. I give her permission to go have imagination, have fun and play with curiosity. I'm the CEO of my life. No child is going to run my life, including my own inner child. I'm here to help her heal and to play. But I'm here to make moves and I'm here to fucking win. <laughs> I'm here to play the game. And so you have to remind yourself that. What are these codings, these stories, these looping patterns? Are you identifying them? Because that's the very, very first part is understanding. You hear me say it all the time. Acknowledge it. Embrace it. See it through. Acknowledge that your past does not define you. Embrace right here what you're hearing right now as an opportunity to do something different. And most importantly, see it through. Actually do something about it. So. This is where I now identify money as a real thing, as a living thing. And if it could talk, that's what it would say to me. And I realized that nothing's created, nothing's destroyed. It's just transformed. And I realized because of the stagnant issue, if you don't grow, your income will either. You see, all money is good money. All money is good money. Let me share this with you, this idea for a second. And we're going to talk about this because this is going to segue into how money really is a relationship. I am that woman. Yes, a millionaire woman who will go out in the parking lot and will find a penny and pick it up. And all day long, I'll have good luck. And when I see the penny, I say, yes give me more. The universe doesn't understand big and small. It just understands what is. And if you say yes, what happens is it says yes back to you. So I celebrate little money, big money, all money. Because to me, money is a thing to celebrate and money is a good thing. <clears throat> Think about it like this. Okay. <clears throat> I have Karina, she's going to be part of my example. We're going to have Zia Mara as part of my example and Harminder as part of my example. Okay. So let's say I work with these beautiful ladies and we all have cubicles at this office. And one day I go buy coffee and I'm getting it for myself, but I put my hand into my purse and I realize I have a bunch of extra change in here. I was like, you know what? I'm going to hook my girls up at work and I'm going to bring them coffee today. I'm going to surprise them because that's going to feel good. I can't wait to give that to them. So I am going to come in. I'm going to first go to Karina and I'm going to knock on her door. I don't know what's going on with Karina today. Maybe she's having a bad day or something. I don't know. But I say to Karina, Karina, hi. Hi, Karina. I love working with you. I thought of you this morning and I just wanted to show up randomly and I wanted to give you a cup of coffee. This is for you, mama. And she goes, really? Black coffee? Don't you know I like creamer in it? Like that's that's what you got me? Besides a small, like what am I gonna do with a small? A small doesn't caffeinate me enough. If anything, next time, just get me a grande. That's not enough. That's not good enough. And I'd be like, okay, moving on, right? I'd be like, oh, what was that about? I'd go to the next office, knock, knock, knock. I knock on the door and there is Miss Ziamara. Ziamara would be like, I'd be like, hey, Ziamara, 
I love working with you. And, um, you know, I just wanted to let, you know, I was thinking of this morning, here's a coffee, please don't be like Karina. And she goes, she goes, Oh my gosh, that's great. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'd be like, Oh, you're welcome. Awesome. So then what happens is I go next to Harminder and I knock on her door. Hey, Harminder, I love working with you. Thought of you today. Got you a cup of coffee. Harminder goes, oh my God, you are amazing. Holy, you are fantastic. My God, you look gorgeous today, by the way. You know what, girl? You're the me. Like, I'm going to hook you up next time. Like, thank you for thinking of me. You just made my whole day. You're awesome. I'm going to be like, you're welcome, right? <clears throat> so the next time I go out to get coffee, I buy myself a cup and I say, oh, you know, I felt pretty good giving coffee to those ladies. Maybe I'll do it again. And I put my hand in my pocket, but now this time there's not as much change. I only have enough money to buy one coffee for one person. Question. Who do you think I'm going to give it to? Yeah. Not you, Karina. <laughs> I know I can pick on her. That's why we did that. No, it's not Karina. She told me I was not enough. It's only a little bit. Wasn't good. Ziamara was polite, but she was just kind of like, hey, thanks. Hmm. Herminder was like, oh, yes. By celebrating and really like amping up just a little coffee, she said, hashtag give me more. And so guess what? She got it a second time. Except this time I didn't have enough coffee for three. This time I had enough coffee for one frappa crappolata, whatever. And it was awesome. Okay. She got more. That's how it works. All money is good money. So you have to understand gratitude and celebration are key to your success. It's not woo-woo. It is physics. Because I hear a current conversation happening very often with women and money. <clears throat> so let's go back to universal laws. And again, if you're not familiar with these universal laws, I really recommend you check out the, the Mastering Universal Laws program. This is where we dive in deep on all of these laws. But the law of correspondence is what really helped me to understand money is a relationship. If I said that to you, my question to you is, are you a good partner to money? Okay, think about this. Law of correspondence says how you do one thing is how you do everything. And for me, one of the best things in my life is a relationship I have with my husband. We've been married for over 10 years now, and he's my best friend. He's my partner in business. He's, you know, family He's, he's, he's my, he's literally my life. Like, you know, and why? Well, how is it I talk to him? How is it I treat him? How do I expect him to treat me? What is our relationship like? Why is it so good? Well, if it works for me and him, that same foundation will work with money. This is what I mean when I say, you have to understand the energy of money is the same feeling as the energy of love. Because I have a question for you. If you had a friend come and visit you, <clears throat> they just showed up out of the blue 
And they came and they knocked on your door. They said, Hey, oh my gosh, you know, I wasn't planning on stopping by. In fact, I don't have much time, but you know, I was um, just in the neighborhood and I wanted to see your beautiful face and say hello to you. What would you say to your friend? Would you say, Ugh, oh my gosh, you show up, but you're never here long enough. I can't believe you showed up, but you're not enough. You didn't come bearing gifts. What's your problem? Guess what? That friend wouldn't want to be friends with you. And you know that. But for some reason, that's exactly what you say to money sometimes. It comes in, but it's not enough. It comes, but it doesn't stay long enough. Does money actually want to be a partner with you? This is what I'm saying. Look at money as if it's a love affair. When I started looking at money like a love affair, I started realizing I was a shitty partner and no wonder money wasn't loving me. I choose to love money and I allow money to love me. Excuse me. So how about this? This is all you brought for me? That sounds like Karina, right? Does she get the second cup of coffee? Oh man, there goes my paycheck. This thing sucks. Well, what if you said that to your friend? They would not be your friend. You're your lover. Yay, you're here. But I'm disappointed. <laughs> you're not solid. You're wishwashy. I'm sorry, but I don't want to be in a relationship with a person's wishwashy when I'm around. Or would you ever say, oh my gosh, that woman over there, you love her so much more than me. <laughs> like, if you said that to your, to your partner, what would they say to you? Like, no, what are you talking about? That's not true. In fact, you make me feel very uncomfortable. This doesn't feel like a relationship I want to be in. Well, Sally, she has it better than I do. Her lover gets her this. <laughs> right? Like, you're making money uncomfortable. We know you desire money, but my question is, does money desire you? Are you desirable to money? Well, I want all your kisses all the time, but I don't like giving them. Could you imagine? You're like, I want more kisses. I want more kisses. I want more kisses. I want more kisses, but I'm never going to give you a kiss. Like, that's not going to work, sister. You're laughing because you're like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Like that would never work in my relationship, like in a romantic relationship. But start looking at money like that. And this is what I'm talking about. This is what I did. I'm just not worthy of hugs. Do you ever catch yourself saying that? No, my little boys, I'm like, give me more, 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 more. Of course you're worthy. I have to work really, 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 really hard for you to love me. See, that's the story I used to say, but I know that's not true, but I used to say that about money, but honestly, through the law of correspondence, how one thing is done is how the other thing's done. Think about it. I asked one of my clients the other day, I said, what are you most successful at in life? She goes, my relationship with my husband. I said, why? She goes, because I'm disciplined, because I'm committed, because I am going to do my best always. And because I'm going to, you know, be patient. I said, okay, so 
what area do you want to prove in? She's like making money, my business. I said, okay, what do you think that takes? She goes, I'm not sure. I said, I'm pretty sure it means you have to be disciplined. You have to be committed. You're going to have to do your best always. And you have to be patient. See how you do one thing and get success is how you get other things success. Start looking at money as a relationship. Are you a good partner? Is anybody's brain be like right now? Because like when I learned this shit, I was like, oh my God, no wonder I suck at being a partner. How about this? I, <clears throat> I need, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need, I kisses. Please, 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 more kisses. I'm afraid they're going to run out. Have you ever been with a guy that just like called you and then texted you? And then like, yes, the flowers were nice. But then it was like the next day he called you and then called you and texted you again. Like, you're just like, oh my God, you're so needy. Like, this is like too much for me. Like, you need me, you need me, you need me. I don't want to be with a needy person. And I don't want my partner to need me either. I want to desire my man. And I want my man to desire me. We don't need each other. We have a beautiful relationship where we inspire, motivate, uplift, and experience beautiful adventures and romance together. That's what it is with money. You don't want to be needy. How does we've, I've been needy in a relationship, you know, when you're first starting to learn how to date and everything. Like, how about now? How about now? How about now? Did it ever work out for you? No, because it's a huge turnoff. If you're constantly thinking about money, you're being a needy person. Are you desiring? You're like, oh my God, this is making sense. Okay. What about you are kind and good to me and support me and provide the things I want and desire but I have a lot of inner work to do properly to accept this, but I'm just not willing. I'm not willing to. So instead I'm just going to point at you and say, it's all your fault and everything's just happening to me. <laughs> Would that work in a relationship? Oh, one that I used to do. Oh my gosh, this was really bad when I first got married and then I figured it out. Um, I really had trouble being left alone. And it was like, where are you at? Where are you gonna be home? Like, da, da, da. like, and my husband hated that. And I get it now. But I realized there was a lot of subconscious programming that I had to change in that. But that was my story with money. I realized I was very the reason I was acting like that in my love life. Hey, where are you going? I'm gonna play soccer. Okay, what time are you gonna be home? I don't know. However long the game is, and I'll probably have a beer after. Like, but why? Can't you come home? Like, are you gonna come? Like. Well, how would you feel if you left and your partner was like, where are you going to be? Who are you going to be with? When are you going to come home? How long are you going to be? Are you going to leave me forever? Like, oh my God, no, this is crazy pressure. But that's what you might be saying to money. That's what I was saying, money. You're here now, but if you leave, will you come back? Well, if I said that to my partner, they're going to lose their trust with me because they're going to be like, you don't trust me. Do you trust money? It all depends on, do you trust yourself? For me, I'm not a gamble. I know I'm willing to do the work. I know if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be me. I know that I get to live this life. I don't have to. I'm going to see it through. I'm going to really make the most of my time. All money is good money. Do you got that, ladies? Celebrate receiving. More, please. Pick up the penny the next time you see it. And how about this? Oh my gosh. This is what we were taught in business school. This is what a lot of my business consultants taught me. This is what I've heard my clients say. And I have to correct you right now. Women in business, they look at the bottom line. And it, it just 
drives me nuts. They say, I made this much money this month. Cynthia, I made $30,000 in business this month. Amazing, $30,000, congratulations, that's great. They're like, yeah, but I had $10,000 in expenses. So I only really made 20,000. Okay, holy shit, did you just complain right there about, what if that was a relationship? No, mama, you made $30,000. That's beautiful. And you spent, which, and you're celebrating that because that's the cost of doing business. And that cost of doing business allowed you to receive this. You had to put out in order to make that much money, a $30,000 month. And it usually doesn't come without expenses. Celebrate the expenses that allowed you to make that money. Because if you're just saying, oh, this isn't good enough. I promise you, you're not going to make more. That's not how this works, but you weren't taught that. So let me help to reprogram you. Are you a good receiver? Are you a good receiver? So let's look into this. My life changed when I looked at energy as the energy of love. I treat money like a love affair and I never worry if there's enough. That's the difference. I always say, well, my husband stopped loving me if I give him too much love. Uh, Actually, it'll be the opposite. The more I give money, the more I put money out with confidence. I don't do it like, I hope I give you my love and you give it back to me. Like, and he's gonna be like, okay, that's really weird. I'm gonna step away now. I say, I freely give love because I freely want to receive more love. And the more love I give, the more love he feels and shows up and gives more. Like, I promise you, we're so much more in love now than the day we've got married. We just renewed our vows in a freaking castle this year for a 10 year wedding anniversary. And we cried our eyes out because we were like, oh my God, I love you more today than I ever even imagined. Why? Because we keep giving each other more and we allow ourselves to receive more. So I treat money like a love affair and I never ever worry if there's enough. That's again, remember, that's fear. You're only having the fear because of the conditions. You have to reprogram your brain. The stories are just bullshit lies that you're allowing to run your life. That's not how money works. I can promise you. Because I'm always okay to give. I'm always worthy of receiving because I love being loved. I give kisses freely. I love receiving kisses. I don't need any of it. I desire it. And I am desired. I allow myself to be lit up. Money turns me on. It excites me just like my man does. It's really understanding that if every time you spend something, you're going, oh man, that's literally like giving your husband a kiss and be like, oh God, do I have to do this? You have to feel good about doing it. Like attracts like. You feel good spending money, you attract people who enjoy giving you money. Do you understand? And no, it's not this thing that's far away. You are responsible for creating an intimate bond with it. You're responsible. So are you a good partner with money? Let's talk about a new conversation. So those are the things we may have been saying like, oh, you're not good enough. Or, hey, you come, but you don't stay. Again, those things aren't going to help you. So what can you say? You have to remember your voice is very powerful. I want you to have a new conversation with money. I want you to say, I celebrate you. All of you. When you are gone, I trust that you will return. 
I allow myself to be supported. I love you. And you, I know without a shadow of a doubt. It's not that I believe. Fuck believing. I believe in an unshakable knowingness. I know that you love me. I don't ever question if my husband loves me. I don't ever question if he's in return. I don't ever question if he's receiving my, my love back. And if you have, you know, issues with relationships where you don't have experienced that love and money's the same way, that's usually correlated. And again, in spiritual success experience, it's not just about money. We do all areas of success, including relationships. But when it comes back to money, are you looking to expand? Are you looking to be receptive? Are you looking to have more? And are you looking to reprogram yourself? And most importantly, are you looking for accountability and support to get it done? Again, I love the ahas. I saw some laughs here. I saw people saying, yes, this makes so much sense. My mind is blown. I love that. Thank you so much to Estefania for contributing in the, the chat. But here's the thing. Today, this is just a little bit of the work that I have done to become the self-made millionaire. And by the way, it happened within two years. That's what I'm the queen of. I've noticed again, energy, money is the energy of commitment. Whenever I give money to my mentors, this beautiful thing happens where a relationship exchange happens. And it's like you get to plug into their power. Their super gifts all of a sudden become accessible to you. And what happens is when you plug into my power, my unique ability that you instantly have access to is this ability to hyperspeed because that's my gift to this planet. That's what I'm really good at is getting quick results. And that's what I teach. And so this ladies is where I want to invite you into being a woman who's committed, who's really getting the accountability of doing the work every single day and having the money breakthroughs, but not just money, but the breakthroughs in mastering and becoming the CEO of your life. Becoming a woman who is deeply, deeply satisfied with the life that you are living. And so this is where I have really exciting news. We are now enrolling in the 12-month spiritual success experience. Now, this is over 10 years of metaphysical education. This is over 10 years of my sales and business training. This is literally, look at this. This is the worksheets. Ugh, there's a lot here. It's legit college. <laughs> Four years of college, at least in one year of everything you need to know to up-level in your success and to learn to tune in and tap into the frequency of wealth and to the version of you, your inner feminine beast that has the courage, the strength, and the clarity to have what you desire here in the spiritual to actually come through and emerge into the physical. I am a woman, and this is like the biggest compliment I have ever gotten in my life. It was from one of my previous mentors. She said, Cynthia, you are the wealthiest woman I know, not because of the money you've been able to generate so quickly, but because of the love that you have in your life. I'm a woman who is embodying health and, and fitness. I'm embodying a lifestyle that has created a beautiful business, not a business that runs around my lifestyle. I show you the possibilities that it can be simple and it can be fun. But remember, you have to go first. So this program, honestly, is not just what I learned in the past. It's what I'm doing every single day. It is every life lesson. And the funny part is what you learned today is like this little part of it. I wanted to showcase to you what it could be like if you were doing this work all the time.
So again, we're now enrolling in the 12-month program. And let me tell you what this includes, okay, and understand why it's so important. First of all, I would never be the woman I am if I didn't have the accountability support, okay? Accountability is everything. Because again, it doesn't matter if you learn today to turn into the radio station. If you can't stay there consistently, it's going to, it's not going to come through the way you desire. Consistency and repetition is your key to success. So every single day, my team is checking in on you to make sure that you're doing your meditation practice that I'm going to teach you step-by-step-by-step. By step by step. And they are checking in on you every day, asking you, are you being a good partner? Are you being your inner feminine beast? Are you being the best version of yourself? Not only are we checking in on you every day, but every single month, we're having an accountability call with you. We're making sure that you made your vision board that I hold you responsible for to make sure that you're progressing on it, that you're feeling supported and getting your questions answered on it. Every single month, we're having an inner feminine beast accountability call, which means that I'm actually there watching you do the work. I joke around, but I love to fly across the country or across the world because we have people all over the world in this program. I'd love to knock on your door, come sit down next to you and get out your folder and do it with you. But that's a little hard. So the best next version is that I sit there and I gather everybody and I say, what is it you need to work on to achieve what's on your vision board? And, or you're going to get to the point where you're super progressive and you're going to create your next month vision board. But I watch you do it. In fact, you watch me do mine. Because this is not just something I'm telling you to do. I'm leading by example and showing you this is what changes your life. This is how I live the life that I live. You also remember you're going to get a a questionnaire as soon as you join. When you come here, it's not cookie cutter. I know every single one of my clients' goals. And I truly mean this. Listen, your success is my success. My client's success is my reputation. I need my clients to be successful. And so this isn't for everyone. Okay. So you need to understand you go first. If you commit, if you show up, if you do this work, like we've been talking about today, every single day, I actually guarantee, I think I'm the only person out there that says guarantee. I guarantee you're going to have massive shifts in your life, but you have to understand you have to commit. You have to come. And that's why we're checking in to make sure you're doing the replays that you're catching up on everything. But it's like bringing a thirsty horse to water. You can make a drink. Well, the thing is, I have mad refills. I provide this much accountability for you to make sure daily check-ins, calls every month for you one-on-one, and then also a group calls with me watching you do the work. I have you doing a survey because I want to know what your personal goals are. I want to know who are you, who do you want to be, and what's the difference so I can personalize this experience for you to get that result. Every single week, every single week, because we're not dabbling, we're not trying, we're not figuring out, we're getting together on calls just like this in Zoom to support you in learning this knowledge. I'm there answering your questions. I'm there assigning you homework. We actually decide to call it soul work because that's what it really is. I don't want you just meeting me every single week. I want you to know how to take what we've learned and actually apply it until I see you again. But that's also why we have the Facebook group because if questions come up in between, I want to support you. You can ask a question Monday through Friday and my team is there to answer you. I am there to answer you, but not just that. The container of the other women who are going on the spiritual journey with you are there to support you. Many of my women have gone through this program more than once because they understand the first year was like getting so much information and and really understanding it. And now they're really bodying it and they're applying it and they're up-leveling with me and they're there to support you. If you are not surrounding yourself around people that celebrate you, motivate you, inspire you, 
it's going to be very difficult to grow in life. You also have your soul work, like I said, every single week where you have step-by-step things to be doing to really download and embody the information that you're learning. We also have an onboarding welcome call for anybody that joins us in the spiritual success experience. You're going to get in with um, Karina. She's going to show you around. She's going to give you a tour. She's going to make sure that you feel set up for success and feel super supported. I'm telling you, I'm all about that white glove experience. Ritz Carlton is one of my favorite places to hang out. I learned, took notes from that. This ladies is like the Ritz Carlton of programs. You're going to get that kind of hookup and that kind of support here. Here's the the bonus thing too. I want to make sure you understand when you become a client, you're going to get extra bonuses, which includes the guided meditation. Now, this guided meditation is the step-by-step guided meditation. It's over $150 value, as you can see on my website. That's going to help you to start really practicing how to discipline your mind, control your thoughts, so your thoughts aren't controlling you. You also are going to have access to your membership portal. That means whenever you want to catch any replay, you have access to it throughout the entire program. Oh, wait, I heard this, but it doesn't really apply. Something happens. Oh my gosh, what does Cynthia say in that training? Go back to it. You have access to all of them. You also have over 300 pages, 300 pages. Again, this is literally a textbook of life. We cover everything from universal laws, energy work, understanding health and wellness, mastering your relationships, mastering money mindset, understanding meditation, all the different things. There are handmade worksheets written personally by me for you. They're all here and you bring them to class so that you can really walk away. Just like today, when you had these worksheets, not just have, you know, your thoughts put out there, but have a blueprint to go put into action. The other thing is every time I host a paid masterclass, what you're experiencing today is a complimentary masterclass. My paid ones are even more high level when the public pays for them. They're always included for you. That's thousands of dollars included when you join. So this here, this is exciting. This is where it gets new too. All of this, okay, is literally over $20,000 for investment. Like that's the value there. But what's happening is for the 12-month experience where you're going to go with me for a whole year and really up-level your growth and become a woman who's deeply satisfied, the investment for the whole year, 10 years in my metaphysical studies, is $9,590 for the whole year. There is a payment plan available. We get asked it very often. The payment plan is $888. Now, here's what I highly suggest. This, if I could make this program four years long, I would. (laughs) But we condensed it to one year because I'm going to give you a full tool belt. I highly suggest you do the 12 months. But there's something brand new that I decided, and this is the very first time that I'm announcing it right here. Today, right here officially, we are now allowing and we're enrolling the spiritual success experience to be entered as a six-month program as well. So you can join us as a six-month. When you decide to do that, the investment for the painful would be, I want to make sure I get it right, 5400 And then if you like, there is a payment plan for that. It's $1,000 a month. So you have options. There's six months available for you. There's 12 months available for you. Obviously, I recommend the 12 months. Your payment plan, if you decide to do that, is less. But if you want, that option is there for you. Now, one other thing that I will say is that there are bonuses. Let's talk about this. And then I have one more thing for you to consider. Bonuses. I love me some good bonuses. Okay. So first of all, 
If you decide to do a painful, I love that because what that means to me is you go first, right? It's not just dipping your toe. You're a lady who likes the cannonball in. I reward that. So if you decide to do the painful for the 12 month experience, you're going to have a one-on-one session with me for a full hour. That's valued at over a thousand dollars. My one-on-ones, just so you know, is $4,500 a month right now. So an hour together, there's so much that can get done an hour. Remember I'm the queen of hyperspeeding. So that is going to be a bonus for you. If you decide to do the painful for the six month program, it's going to be a half hour session with me. A lot can still get done, but I want to gift that to you as saying cheers to your success and really just saying, you know, congratulations on making a power decision. The other thing is, this is where it gets really special. Not only are we enrolling in the spiritual success experience, which is our 12 month program and now available at a six month program. We're also enrolling right now up until Tuesday, which is Karina. What day is that? The 12th. Is that correct? The 12th. We are enrolling into our 10 week mastering money mindset program. Now, if you like what you heard today, this is just a little taste of all the things that we're going to cover for 10 weeks. Now, again, if you join spiritual success experience, either six or 12 months, you're going to come in to the signature program. This is part of it. So this is like a little taste of the full program. Now, this is going to talk all about the roots and your money blueprint. When I asked you what your story was when you were a child, what was that like? Let's really dive in and and sift out all the stories that we've been telling ourselves so we can first identify it. Remember, awareness is key. First, you must acknowledge it. I then want to talk about being the CEO of your life versus being a victim of your life. Now, you might not resonate with that, but I promise there's little things where you're allowing things to happen to you versus being the cause that creates the effect that you want. I want to talk about how to label money working for you, really having a winning mindset versus a not losing mindset, learning how to play offense in this game of money. I want to talk about how making money work for you. Money is a servant. Money is a genie. How do you have it work for you? Let's talk about this. We're going to talk about the power of proximity, how law of attraction, when you connect yourself around people who view money a certain way, it raises your vibration, literally like a calibration portal. I want to show you how to connect with people who appreciate and understand money. I want you to understand that falling in love with money and understand spiritual selling and examining problems. A lot of us, even if you're not a salesperson, I promise you, if you work with people, you are selling. And I want you to see how everything in life is a relationship and the relationships you build are how you get more money because you're not attracting money. You're attracting people in their power who have money. I want you to understand being a rich receiver about results versus time, because it doesn't have to take a long time. That's what I'm the queen of is hyperspeeding. I want you to understand having an abundance mindset, having it all, thinking really big picture, leveraging your money and leveraging fear. And at the same time, I want you to understand the difference between growing versus knowing, because you can know all the information in the world. You can attend every complimentary event it is, but if you're not applying and taking massively aligned action to get aligned results, then you are not really growing. And that's what I'm here for. Again, my purpose as your mentor is help you to have the courage to say yes to your success. It's help you to create a bigger impact. It's help you to understand that you can have so much more freedom and so much more money. And that's what I'm here to help you to do. So for the women who are willing to say yes, I want to let you know that is available as well, the 10-week program. If you join Spiritual Success Experience, that is included. Now the investment for the 12-week program, I'm sorry, 10-week, I said 12, 10-week program is one payment of $2,375, 
or there's two payments. We're actually doing two payments on this one for 1,250. So all this information is here for you. And what I want to let you know is that again, I love women who are ready to play the game. Like I said, I'm here to play, I'm here to win. And so we're doing something really special. We decided, you know what, let's do a 24 hour bonus as well. So if you are deciding to do the spiritual success experience, whether it is the, let's see, do I have a sound? I want to make sure I get it right. If you do the 12 month, there you go. If you decide to do the 12 month experience within, even if you do the payment plan, you're still going to get that bonus session with me. So that's within the 24 hours. So it's offered to paying fools, but also to anybody in the 24 hours, because we start on Tuesday. I like to move quick. We got to keep things going. It's important for you to decide. So we have a 24 hour bonus. If you decide before we meet tomorrow, because remember tomorrow's Q and a session, we're meeting at 12 PM Eastern standard time. If you're a hell yes, you decided cannonball in, you will get that one-on-one session. Okay. So that's also available for you. So one more recap. We have the 12 month experience, which is spiritual success experience all year with me every single day. My team checking in on you Christmas morning. We're checking in on you. Easter will be there. We'll be there on Halloween, all the things, making sure that you are doing the work that takes to get the result you're looking for. Your success is my success. And if you do this work and you stay committed, you're going to get the results. It's not just money. It's going to be health. It's wellness. It's relationships. It's being a woman who's deeply satisfied with the life that you're living. It's being the CEO of your life. It's living the life you get to live. This is the 12 month journey that you'll be with me. Again, the investment for that is $9,591 or the payment plan available at 888. Okay. So if you do the painful, it's over a thousand dollars savings and you get the one hour session with me. We are now offering at six months, which again, it's going to be 5,400. You'll get the half hour um, bonus with me for that. And then you can do a payment plan if you like, which would be a thousand dollars a month for the six months. We are also offering, I know there's a lot today, but I wanted to make something available for everyone because it's so important to me. It really is that you're doing this work. The other option is come and join us for the signature program, which is Mastering Money Mindset. This is 10 weeks with me, all the ladies inside the spiritual success experience. Um, the difference here is when you do the signature program, you will not necessarily have the one-on-one accountability call. You can still come to the Interfound Beast Accountability Power and you'll still be part of the Facebook group and you'll get those check-ins. You'll still come to our live calls as well, okay? But obviously, if you're there for the 12 months with us, that's when you're really going to have that change. And that's what I highly encourage you to consider. But ladies, let us know if you have questions. Let us know if you are joining. Let us know if you need a phone call. Definitely reach out to Karina. She's here to support you with any and all your questions. But again, we're so excited for this. I really wanted to make it accessible for everybody. So Karina made all the notes. 12 months, six months, 10 weeks. This is what you have available. Regardless, if you come and join us, we'd love to hear what your takeaways were. This is going to be up for a few days. So if you have any friends that you feel can really benefit from this knowledge or think of this you know, differently, we'd love for you to invite them. Thank you for your support on that. If you'd like to share about this event, please do. And at the same time, you know, let us know what your takeaways were. I really wanted to serve and, and support you. So thank you for, again, this platform to be vulnerable with you, to have some fun with you, and to talk about my favorite thing, money. Ladies, we can't wait to see you joining us. Acknowledge it. Embrace it. See it through. See you later, successful souls. 
Hey, successful soul, before you head to the next episode of Spiritual Success, be sure to come join me and other like-minded entrepreneurs and business professionals in my Facebook group called Spiritual Success Sorority. Everyone is welcome. And if you're loving the show, you're going to love the group even more. There, I'll be engaging with you weekly in live shows, listening to your input for new weekly topics, and hosting exclusive workshops for members only. So if you're looking to really uplevel your financial and personal success, meet me on over in the Spiritual Success Sorority Facebook group. See you on the inside.